Good evening, everybody. It's time to begin our service this evening. I, I was telling somebody, or Evan said, it's been a while since I've seen you here. I'm like, well, since last year, because I've been sick since then. <laughs> so, but I'm, I'm finally able to get out a little bit. Still don't feel great, but I can get out. Um, tonight we'll have one song, and then Mike will have announcements. We'll have two more songs, and then Chris will have our devotional this evening. Our first song is going to be number 937, I Stand in Awe. And because it says it, we got to do it. So let's please, let's stand for the first song. I Stand in Awe. We'll sing it twice through. Beautiful beyond description to marvelous for words to wonderful for comprehension like nothing ever seen or heard. Who can grasp your infinite wisdom? Who can fathom the depth of doing well on this cold day. Just a, uh, just a few announcements to be made here. Uh, don't forget our potluck will be this Sunday, January the 30th, and it'll be immediately after our morning services. And then uh, just a reminder, we'll have our afternoon service at 1 o'clock right after the potluck. There will be no 4 p.m. service that day. 
Uh, also a reminder for the youth that CYC is fast approaching. It'll be the end of February, February 25th through the 27th. Uh, there continues to be a sign-up sheet on the foyer board uh, for snack and food items that, um, that are needed. And if you could take a minute to look over that and sign up, I know Dave and uh, the youth would greatly appreciate that. Also, just uh, another reminder on the, uh, the surveys that are located out on the foyer on the table. If you can, again, if you haven't done so, take one of those, fill it out, and uh, that would be greatly appreciated. And I know the... Thank you. Yes. Rick uh, got a lot more, so we appreciate that and certainly uh, will help us um, to get, you know, gather your feedback and, and helping to make some decisions. So, again, uh, if you take a minute to do that and put it in the white mailbox, uh, we'd greatly appreciate it. Bible Bowl at Centerville Church of Christ will be March 5th and 6th. If you're interested, uh, both youth and adult teams, so if you want to do that, there's a sign-up on the foyer board if you plan to participate. Uh, in terms of the prayer list, um, just continue to keep Kristen and family in, in their prayers uh, at this time. Also, uh, Marvin Jordan, I think he was still at St. Mary's, but they're hoping to move him to Encompass Rehab Hospital as, as soon as possible. I think they're just waiting on insurance to go through on that. So keep him and Judy in your prayers. And uh, also just make sure you pick up a uh, Rome journal for the complete list of, of individuals on the prayer list, as well as our shut-ins. Just don't forget them as well. Also, Dave uh, had a procedure done today and is at home now uh, resting. Uh, so just keep him in your prayers as he's waiting test results from that. And uh, I don't think there's any other names to add to our list tonight. Uh, so Chris will have the uh, Devo, and Jeremy will have closing prayer. Any other announcements that need to be made at this time? Okay, so let's go to God in prayer. Dear God, we come to you at this time, Lord, just so thankful, Father, that we're able to come here in the middle of the week, Father, to worship you and so thankful, Father, that you've provided us a warm, comfortable place that we can, can do that. And Father, we thank you for Jesus and the hope of eternal life that we have through his life and death and resurrection, Lord. And, and we are so thankful for that, knowing that we don't deserve it and thankful that you love us so much that you send him anyway and provided a, a way for us to be saved. And we thank you for the church here at Rome, for our brothers and sisters, that we can come together and, and worship together and, and just uh, serve you and, and do that as brothers and sisters, Father. And Father, we are mindful of so many that are in need of prayers, that are struggling with various issues, health issues, and, and others, and continue to pray for each of them, those that are dealing with COVID. And, and Father, we are mindful of Kristen at this time and just pray for her and James and, and their entire family and just bless her with, with good days and, and just be with them and continue to uh, pray for Marvin uh, at this time, Lord, as he recovers from his back surgery, just pray for healing for him and that he can get home soon and be with Judy at this time and, and be with Dave, Father, help him to recover and then uh, we pray for good test results from, from his procedure today and and uh, all the others, Lord, those that have lost loved ones recently and, and uh, our shut-ins, Father, we know it's a difficult time of the year for them, especially during it's cold and, and uh, dark, and we just pray for each of them, that you'll bless them and comfort them. And, and Lord, be with our time here this evening, Father. We just pray that everything we do is pleasing to you, that 
we keep you at the center of our focus. And, and Lord, as we go to our classes in a little bit, we just pray that we will be good Bible students, that we'll study hard and, and continue to grow in, in our knowledge and, and, and use the Bible to, to guide us, Father, that we can take what we learn and, and share it with others, Father, that more will come to know you, Lord, and we can be a light in this community. Father, we uh, ask you to forgive us when we sin and fall short, and it's through Jesus Christ we do pray. Amen. Our next song this evening is number 977. 977, The Battle Belongs to the Lord. In heavenly armor we'll enter the land, the battle belongs to the Lord. No weapon that's fashioned against us will stand, the battle belongs to the Lord. And we sing glory, Next song is number 824. 824. I'll fly away. After this, Chris will have our lesson seating. There were just a couple of times that I went to hit a note and nothing was coming out. So if I just stop, keep going. Don't know why it wouldn't come out, but it wouldn't. 824. I'll fly away. Some glad morning when this life is over, I'll fly away to a home on God's special shore. I'll fly away, I'll fly away, oh glory, I'll fly away when I die. I'll fly away. 
song of invitation is number 103. 103, come to Jesus. I don't know if uh, how many of you know this, but I started hunting this year. I, well, I started hunting back in 2020, but I didn't hit anything, so really started hunting this year, I guess. Um, but uh, I was sitting in the blind uh, yesterday, and uh, I was, you know, distracting myself with my cell phone because I was a little bored, and uh, I'd been doing something for a little while, and I hadn't looked up in a little bit. I thought, I better look up, and I looked up, and there were two deer eyes looking back at me. I thought, oh, no. So I gently got the crossbow, put the phone down, and I was aiming it, and I thought, I haven't taken the safety off yet. So I took the safety off, and it hit me as I was doing that. I was like, I am the least prepared person in sitting in the woods looking at a deer. And I thought, there's a spiritual application, isn't there, isn't there? Turn over to Isaiah chapter 6. Isaiah chapter 6. You find a guy who's not very prepared, but he wants to be. He's a good man, and he wants to be prepared. But he's just not there yet. But in Isaiah chapter 6, Isaiah gets to meet God. And God's going to prepare him to do the work that God would have him to do. Throughout Isaiah, you find a people, uh, the Israelites, even the southern nation at this point, are not who they ought to be. Uh, they are, they're evil, they're idolatrous, they're immoral. Uh, and God is, is, is done with them. Um, he's already told them in Isaiah 1 that he's not going to hear their prayers anymore. Their, uh, their new moons and their Sabbaths and their festivals, he's not pleased with those things anymore. And, and condemnation's coming their, their, their way um, because of their, their wickedness. Isaiah, in Isaiah chapter 6, is transported into God's throne room. And he has this amazing experience. And it's kind of ironic we sang, I stand in awe, the first song we sang. Because that, that had to be where Isaiah's mind was. It, you, you get that impression from him here in Isaiah chapter 6 he's just he doesn't know what to do he doesn't know what to think his mind is is got to be going a thousand different places at once and he just is unprepared God has a job for him he wants Isaiah to call Israel back it's not the last time it's not the first time and it's not going to be the last time when God's looking for someone to help he's got a job for somebody we've talked about that quite a bit over the last several weeks with Nehemiah uh, having a job. You know, each one of the judges had a job. And you find deliverance coming from Israel in the most unlikely places in the, in the book of Judges. And really, you find deliverance coming for, through Scripture in the most unlikely places most of the time. That's kind of a, a, a tenet that God seems to enjoy. He likes delivering through Odd and unreasonable things like sending him son to die for cruel and immoral and wicked people. But in Isaiah chapter 6, you find a guy who is unprepared. And God's going to prepare him to do the work here. And you know this story. This is, this is not a, a new passage to you, I am sure. Um, but as Isaiah is transported into God's throne room, he looks around and he sees all these things. But the first thing that catches his attention, of course, is, is Yahweh. And he's sitting on his throne and there are living creatures standing around him and they're singing his praises. Incidentally, this is what John notices first when he is transported into God's throne room in Revelation as well. So when you exit this life and enter the next life, what do you think the first thing you'll see will be? 
when you step into God's throne room. I think your experience will be much like Isaiah and John's. You know, you'll get to see the Father and you too will be at a loss for words. And your mind will be going a thousand different places. And you'll see the, the living creatures and they'll be singing, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord who was and is and is to come. And I think you'll find your voice praising right along with theirs. But as you look in Isaiah chapter 6, uh, Isaiah has a problem because he's standing in front of a righteous God. But Isaiah's not righteous. He hasn't done what he needed to do. He's not prepared. And Jesus tells an awful lot of stories in the New Testament about prepared people. We talk about that a lot, don't we? We're a prepared people for a prepared place, right? We've done what needs to be done so that we can get to heaven. Isaiah is saying something very similar to that here, only he's got a problem. He hasn't put in the work to be prepared yet. And so what's God do? Well, he prepares Isaiah. Remember, Isaiah's got a job, just like each one of us have a job. Isaiah's got a job, and so God's going to prepare him to do this job. Isaiah's job is to bring the stump back. What stump? Well, there's always a remnant in Israel. In the Old Testament, as they, as time progresses and Israel moves farther and farther away from God, he consistently talks about a remnant. He's going to phrase it different ways. Sometimes it's a remnant. Here in Isaiah, it's a stump. Um, there's a small part of the nation that is always faithful to him. There's a small group of people that are always yearning and longing for God's law for his presence in their lives. It sounds familiar, right? Today we would call those people the church. We are those people, right? But Isaiah is not prepared, and so God uh, sends an angel, and he cleanses Isaiah's lips here with, with, uh, with this burning coal. But then you see this, this job that God has for Isaiah in chapter 6, verse 8. And I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then I said, here am I, send me. So today, as we think about being prepared, standing in awe of God, standing in front of, of his throne, and being a people who are prepared to go to a prepared place, we need to be prepared to work. This Sunday, we've got some uh, an opportunities, a couple opportunities to do some service projects. I'm pretty excited about uh, one of the things that I missed most, I guess, from COVID uh, was was meeting together with you and being encouraged and, and being together. But one of the other things I missed was our service projects. And I think those are so powerful. And those reorient us to where we ought to be. They remind us of who we are and our job. That it's not just a service project one time a week or one time a month. But it's a lifestyle. It's a heart style. Uh, it's something that we, that we build our hearts around. We have another opportunity for that uh, this coming this Sunday. Uh, right after our 1 p.m. service, and you'll you'll see those um, projects. I'm outlining those in the bulletin, and uh, I'll try to put those on Facebook um, tonight or tomorrow. Uh, I'm trying to finalize the details right now, but looking forward to those. But as we think about Isaiah and being prepared and, and looking for opportunities to to serve, he hears God's voice. God's got a job for him. Isaiah immediately says. I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready to go. I think that is our heart as well. At least I hope it's our heart that when we see a, a job, a mission from God, that we are ready to go. 
that our hearts are looking for those opportunities and that when we find them, we jump on them. And I think that's what you see here in Isaiah. Tonight, if you haven't been baptized into Christ, your heart can't yearn for him, can it? Because he, he need, you, you need him to give you a brand new heart, one that, that longs for him, one that uh, looks forward to learning from him and learning of him, diving deep into Scripture and, and uh, figuring out all the things that he wants from you. And so tonight, if you need to be baptized into Christ, having your sins washed away, that opportunity waits for you tonight. Maybe you've already made that decision and you just need the prayers of this congregation to be who God would have you to be. If you have any need tonight, why don't you come as we stand and sing. please. Father, we are truly thankful for all that you do for us. You are um, you're truly an, an awesome God and help us to, uh, to recognize that each day and help us to reflect on, on how great you, you are, how great you've been, and all the great, wonderful things that you've given us. Help us, Father, to serve you with all that we have. Help us to have the attitude of, of your Son and and put others before ourselves, and to serve them, to serve you with all, all that you've given us. We ask, Father, your blessings on our Bible classes this evening. Uh, we're thankful, Father, for the opportunity that we have, the freedom that we have to open your word and study from it. So uh, we ask your blessings upon us as we do that this evening. We are concerned, Father, about many, uh, many of our friends, many of our family, uh, many of the church here, Father, who are struggling. There are so many, Father, struggling with sickness. Many others, Father, struggling with, with spiritual sickness who are, you know, who are hurting spiritually and need an encouraging word, uh, a card. Uh, just help us to do what we can to, to reach out to those folks uh, to be what they need, Father, to get, get their mind back to you and, and their souls back to you. Uh, be with many, Father, who are struggling with depression, anxiety. Just all that we struggle with, Father, in this life, we, we ask for your aid and your comfort and your strength and your assistance. 
Let's continue to watch over each of us, Father. Bless us through the remainder of the week. Just help us to be an example and a light for you. Strengthen us, Father, where we are weak and where we struggle. Forgive us for our sins. We pray in Christ's name. Amen.